for Monday, August 24th, 2020. Coming up, a conversation with Chris Lavoie of Can Delta for our weekly Ask the Experts segment. Thursday, August 27th, join us for a Cannabis Forward event co-produced with Diversity Talk titled Social Equity in Practice, an important and impactful conversation for sure. The event is made possible by Shopify. You can sign up on our website at businessofcannabis.ca. Thanks to our partners, BDSA, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, and Torque and Mains, and we are protected by ALSIC. Now, this conversation with Chris Lavoie of Can Delta for our Ask the Experts segment today. Chris Lavoie, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Jay. So a couple weeks back, you did a lunch and learn with the uh, audience uh, on Business of Cannabis. You were super helpful about how and when and why to set up a cannabis retail store, what to think about, all of those good things. Uh, one of the things uh, you talked about are sort of overhang the, all, the, all the conversations. One of the, is the question today for Ask the Experts. And, and it came in because middle of last week, there was some thought that the AGCO would ramp up the speed of uh, RSAs and get people online faster. So the question is this, what would a speed up from AGCO mean for people that you're working with, for people who are potential retailers, for the sector overall? Um, all of those questions, pick one or pick them all, because I think it's super relevant. Yeah, yeah no, it's a, it's a great and timely question, Jay. So to, to, to simply answer it, and then I'll go into depth, what it would mean if the licensing timeline for the Ontario private retail applications was to speed up, it would have a tremendous benefit and impact on those who are in the queue right now waiting for their license. So a number of them are paying rent, they're paying employees, having to lay off employees. And in fact, um, someone I know had to lay off employees that went and worked for a competitor that opened up down the street, um, which is a double whammy. And well, so they knew the neighborhood, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it would be a tremendous boost for those who are awaiting their license now. But what it would also do, it was it would give further encouragement for those who are considering getting into the game right now, but are otherwise discouraged because they keep hearing all of the timelines. Right now, the AGCO is telling people that it could be upwards of, of July and August of 2021 before you're going to get your license. And those are for people who are already in the queue right now. And I know that's not a positive development for people who are considering it, um, but the AGCO speeding things up would have a dramatic effect on that. And so just quickly some background on what the timeline is right now. So the AGCO is under provincial mandate to issue no more than five RSAs per week, which is what you need to open up your doors. And so that's 20 a month, but uh, that's largely tied, um, speculation, but uh, to the OCS's inability to fulfill deliveries to the private retail stores. And so if they were to ramp up that, that licensing timeline, there'd be too many stores for them to fulfill orders to. But they've just announced that they're opening up several new warehouses, which should dramatically increase their capacity to fulfill demand. And so that should allow the AGCO to speed up their timeline. And so while it's not confirmed as of yet what that, uh, that rate increase will be like, um, there's rumors that it will be doubling from say five a week to 10 a week, um, perhaps more, which would be um, a welcome site to, to both people who are in the queue right now, but also people who are thinking about getting an application into the game. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like it seems like, and, and may, this is another question, like, it just seems like there is this, this backlog of people just really dying to open their doors and there's yeah. product to certainly sell them. There's, yeah. there's wherewithal to actually do it. They're, they're going to be great retailers. They just need the opportunity to like flip the switch and it's that flipping the switch, which is artificially held back, which if they open up even to double, 
would change the landscape dramatically, you know, month by month. Yeah, that's really what's so frustrating about it, Jay, is that the AGCO will tell you that they can move very quickly. Honestly, I'm, I'm very impressed with the AGCO team as a whole. They respond quickly. Um, they do the job really well. They're always ready to go. And the retailers that we work with, they're always ready to go. So they're always moving as fast as possible. It's not an issue of the AGCO being slow. It's not an issue of the retailers not getting their store built out and ready to open other doors safely to, to customers. It's simply a matter of having a massive amount of stores who are all ready to go. They have people hired. They have their inventory selected. They have everything set up and ready to go. It's just the government is saying, nope, we're not going to let you open up your doors just yet. And so it's created, as you said, a massive bottleneck of stores who are absolutely ready to go. And when you consider the fact that in the OCS's most recent report in, uh, in April, um, that showed that there was an 80% or more um, control of the market by the illicit market, you know, it, you would think that they would try to accommodate the, the licensing of, of, of regulated stores to help drive that number down. But so far, they haven't uh, put that into action yet. And it, it appears to be the number one factor to actually do that, that couple with product diversity and all those things. Um, but, but the other thing, I mean, j take it out of, you know, combating the illicit market, which is, which is an important policy discussion. But imagine any other sector where there was this backlog of stores, retail stores waiting to open, and the government yeah. being sort of the, the roadblock to doing that. And it's an artificial one at that. Uh, like, I think there would be this outcry, like, let these coffee shops open, let these you know, yeah. shoe stores open. Like, it's just, it seems like there's going to, there is a log jam it needs to break. And when it does, it could be obviously very good for those retailers in the queue, but everybody who's looking down the road as well, not to mention the people supplying the product to actually get in the hands of consumers. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, there still is very much a stigma that the cannabis industry is fighting to, to beat down and, the, and that this is a very profitable industry. It's full of amazing people who are trying to do amazing things. And so unfortunately, until that stigma is gone. Um, they're not going to be treated as fair other businesses. You know, things like Doug Ford making light of the fact that, oh, well, he'd support people having beers in the park. You know, he wouldn't want uh, people smoking in the park, right? Like these things have huge impact. He's in government. And the government, unfortunately, is the, the people who are making the decisions on the licensing rights, right? So the stigma associated with it is huge because the people at the top aren't really immersed in the cannabis industry. They don't appreciate the value it has and the people in it. So um, it's important that we keep, you know, spreading the positive message and, and showcasing how profitable and amazing this industry is, is and is becoming. Let's get the premiere to the, the stores in my neighborhood. They'd love it. Uh, honestly. Yeah, honestly. It's, you know, if you look at the, the revenue that the stores are bringing in, you know, Ontario is doing fantastic. Canada is doing fantastic. So uh, you'd think that the government would do everything they can to support this, especially in COVID times, right? Like every business that can thrive should be supported to do so. And unfortunately, cannabis has been left on, on the side, unfortunately. Well, Chris, from your mouth and from Ken Delta's expertise to the premier's ears uh, and those empowered to sort <laughs> of get Doug on the show, <laughs> <laughs> let my let my stores open. Uh, well, that's the rallying cry. We appreciate your time as always and the expertise of Ken Delta. And so thanks for joining us. And we look forward to connect with you next week. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Chris.